This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A new executive order from the Biden administration puts agriculture at the table in addressing climate change. President Joe Biden signed an order at the White House today to lay out his administration's climate policies. For USDA, that means pursuing carbon reduction and sequestration as part of production agriculture. Biden says that's part of a broader governmental approach to addressing climate change. And just like we need a unified national response to COVID-19, we desperately need a unified national response to the climate crisis because there is a climate crisis. We must keep we must lead global response because neither challenge can be met as Secretary Kerry has pointed out many times, by the United States alone. We know what to do. We've just got to do it. The order also stops the issuing of new oil and gas leases on public lands and offshore waters. Biden says there needs to be instead a focus on renewable energy. We think of renewable energy, we see American manufacturing, American workers racing to lead the global market. We see farmers making American agriculture first in the world to achieve net zero emissions and gaining new sources of income in the process. And I want to parenthetically thank the Secretary of Agriculture for helping me put together that program during the campaign. But the order has been met with some pushback among Capitol Hill Republicans, especially those concerned about the impacts of the lost leases. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Early indications are offering a preview of the weather for the upcoming planting season. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey expects spring planting conditions to be similar to last year across the Corn Belt, dry in the west and wet in the east. We've actually seen the dryness and drought expand northward into the Dakotas and westward into Montana. And so that's an area with uh, soil moisture at a minimum right now that unless we see some dramatic changes, and it's going to take more than just a single storm or two, we could go into a very dry planting season there. Initially, that would be great because with very little frost in the soil and dry soils, it could be a very quick planting season. Minnesota, Iowa, the Dakotas, and Nebraska, for example. The National Weather Service's Climate Prediction Center March to May forecasts were released last week. Rippey says producers will likely experience a more active weather pattern this spring in the east. That's where we've seen some stormy weather, but we expect it to become even more stormy as we move through the rest of the winter and into the spring. There could be some planting delays related to wetness in states like Illinois through Ohio, northward into the Great Lakes region. Rippey says currently 36% of U.S. corn production area and 29% of U.S. soybean production area are in a drought, A year ago, it was 2% for corn and less than 1% for soybeans. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the Department of Agriculture says it is halting a handful of past due debt collection and foreclosure activities due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. In a release today, USDA said it was temporarily stopping the practices for distressed borrowers under the Farm Service Agency's Farm Storage Facility Loan and Direct Farm Loan programs. The move suspends non-judicial foreclosures, debt offsets, wage garnishments, and Department of Justice referrals. USDA is also extending deadlines for producers to respond to loan servicing actions. 
According to the department, more than 12,000 borrowers are eligible to take advantage of the decision. That's about 10% of all FSA debtors. The suspension is in place until further notice, and producers are encouraged to contact their local FSA office with any questions. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.